Welcome to the show about your kid's secret life, an inside peek at what today's kids are really doing online and with technology. Each week, you'll hear the latest trends and get tips to keep them safe while keeping your sanity. So here are your hosts, cybersecurity experts, best-selling authors, and parents of four teens, Lisa and Chris Good. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show that lets you see behind the curtain of what today's kids are doing with technology. I'm Lisa Good, and today I'm by myself. So we're just going to jump right in. Well, we are slowly coming out of the stay-at-home order, but for most of us, the kids are going to be out of school for the rest of the year. And, you know, I saw the craziest thing in the news. Well, not the craziest, but it ranks up there. And I want to talk about it today with parents. So it was really actually something crazy and epic for me to classify it as one of the craziest. So a 16-year-old in Wisconsin was threatened with being arrested after posting a photo on Instagram of herself in the hospital with an oxygen mask. What? Really? Arrested? Did you hear me right? Yes. I said arrested. So basically, the second week of March, this teen went to Florida on a school trip for spring break, where she hung out at Disney and Universal, and she was home for about seven days, and then she started running a high fever, had a cough, and couldn't breathe. So her mom took her to the emergency room. Now, I want to make sure that we don't throw this girl's parents under the bus for letting her go to Florida on spring break. We all need to keep in mind that while we all know about Florida now and spring breakers, you have to remember this teenager went with her school and it was a school trip and it was prior to the news coverage or anyone really thinking about how contagious the coronavirus is. Well, despite this young girl having all the symptoms of the coronavirus, the doctors wouldn't test her because she didn't meet the testing criteria. So she basically hadn't traveled out of the U.S. She hadn't been around anybody who had. So they sent her home with an inhaler and told her to self-quarantine. A few days later, she got worse. So her parents took her back to the hospital. She was then tested and her results came back negative. But the doctors told her parents that she likely had the virus and had just missed the window to test positive. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. I'm just going by what I read. But after hearing about the faulty and bad tests, I can kind of see how that might be accurate. But here's where she ran afoul or at least according to the sheriff's office, she did. She took a picture of herself in the hospital, posted it online and said, I'm still on breathing treatments, but have beaten the coronavirus. Stay home and be safe. Now you may be wondering how exactly does that post equal getting arrested? You may be a bit confused. So let me just go back and say, that her first post, the post she put up first on Instagram, it consisted of her saying that she'd be off Instagram for a while because she had the coronavirus and she wasn't allowed to leave her room. Now, her first post was put up before she was tested for the virus. According to the attorney for the sheriff's office, which by the way, the parents have filed a lawsuit against, The girl's messages 
caused distress and panic within the school system, and law enforcement acted at the request of school health officials in a good faith effort to avoid unfounded panic. That was their statement. So basically, they're comparing her Instagram posts to going into a theater and screaming fire, okay, which we all know you're not allowed to do that. You can get arrested. So this is an interesting take that I haven't seen done yet. Now, the school district administrator sent out an update to all the parents calling the girl's post a foolish means to get attention. Now, I want to read to you guys exactly what he said. Here's what he said. It was brought to my attention today that there was a rumor floating out there that one of our students contracted COVID-19 while on the band trip to Florida two weeks ago. Let me assure you there is no truth to this. This was a foolish means to get attention and the source of the rumor has been addressed. This rumor had caught the attention of our public health department and she was involved in putting a stop to this nonsense. In times like this, the last thing we need out there is misinformation. End quote. Now, that's pretty harsh. Not to mention that any of those parents whose kids were on that trip, they'd be concerned. I know I would be concerned. But I can, I can also see both sides of this story. I can see the parents being upset about her First Amendment rights. But I can also see the school and health department wanting to not have misinformation out there and sending other parents or the community into a full-out panic. So this is why I brought this topic in and thought it would be great to discuss with you guys. Now, you know, they should have her take the antibodies test, and I'm sure that they're going to since there's a lawsuit. But one of the problems with this situation is whether a parent likes it or not, the entire aim of social media is to get attention. It's to get likes, retweets, shares, etc. It's it's to become a, a viral celebrity. So even if this young girl's intention was 100% above the board and she just wanted to notify her friends, well, it's still seen and construed as she's trying to get attention. Now, the other issue I see here is when they sent her home the first time, she should have said on her post, hey, they won't test me for this because I haven't traveled outside the US, but the doctor says I have symptoms that are consistent with COVID-19, so they want me to quarantine at home for 14 days. So if she'd have just said that, she would have been okay. And then the post that she did with the oxygen mask, well, she never should have said on that post um, that she had beaten the coronavirus. She posted that picture after she knew that her test results were negative and she was sent back home. She could have still posted that and said, hey, I tested negative for this, but the doctor said I probably had it and they're sending me home with breathing treatments. I think if she would have said any of those things, she would have been okay. The school principal wouldn't have been able to slam her and wouldn't have had a leg to stand on to reach out to the sheriff's office or to to get their public health department involved. 
And so now the question that I have as a parent is, how many of those other parents are not gonna let their kids associate with her? Because she's gonna be labeled as a troublemaker or an attention-seeking kid who caused panic in the community. And while the Sheriff's Department has denied that they threatened to arrest anyone, whatever they did say had enough weight that the family did remove her posts, all three of them. And I'm a huge proponent of the First Amendment. However, there are certain kinds of speech that are not protected. Besides the you can't yell fire in a movie theater type of speech, there is also fraud. Now I gotta tell you, I'm not an attorney and I don't even play one on TV, but I'm gonna guess that they're gonna use both of those against this girl in the lawsuit, especially since her test was negative and she didn't include that fact in her posts. And, and in reality, I mean, this is just such a hard topic because you want your kids to be free to say what they want. But you also have to realize that anything they say on social media can and could come back to get them into trouble, including leaving out important details. So what are the possible consequences of her post? Well, this girl and her family have made national news and not in a good way, whether she's right or wrong for what she posted. There could also be as much as half of the school that won't want to associate with her. And this isn't going to be popular for me to say, but if you really think about it, you'll know I'm, I'm speaking the truth here. There's no telling how many teachers in her school are going to treat her differently even if it's on a subconscious level. And then there's how her entire family will be treated in the community. And this isn't gonna go away after she graduates high school either. Whenever colleges or future employers Google her name or run their internet background search, her search is gonna come up with all the news about her social media posts and this lawsuit. And while the First Amendment protects her speech, it's not going to protect her from the silent discrimination that she will face from college admissions and employers. Lawsuit is one of those words that makes everybody pause and take a step back, especially when it has to do with social media posts. I mean, if you think about it, an employer's, an employer's gonna be worried about what she might post and if she'll sue them, if she posts something that's against their policies and, and they come and say, hey, you just violated your employee policy. You have to take that down. Is she going to sue them? And then the last thing a college wants is to be sued. Again, these thoughts are going to be in people's minds, no matter if she wins this lawsuit or she loses. And whether it's fair or not, whether it's right or wrong, this is the real destructive power of everything living online forever and social media in today's kids' lives. So while we're on the topic of social media, kids, and consequences, I want to talk about another one that I saw in the news. So before I, want, I go into this, I just want to say that what these kids posted was wrong, and they rightly deserved the consequences they were handed by the school. And obviously, with me giving that preface, you know this isn't going to be good. So... If you want to try to guess what social media platform the offender was on, you can, 
Um, I'll give you a clue. It starts with a T. Okay, did you guess it? It's TikTok, of course. So TikTok is basically the new COVID-19 social media platform of choice, not just for kids, but for adults too. Now, there were two teens in Georgia who were expelled from high school after using the N-word in a racist TikTok video. These two teens, which are boyfriend and girlfriend, were participating in a popular social media challenge called the Faux Cooking Show. So this is where you take different cups of water, which are the ingredients, you label them with words, and then you pour them into, into the sink. There's actually no real cooking going on, and you can pretend make anything. Like, I've seen one group of kids, they made a unicorn, which was actually kind of cute and funny. However, with these two, they thought they could get famous by shooting, editing, and posting a lengthy, lengthy video called, Today We're Making the N-Word. Now, I'm, I'm sure you're thinking, are you kidding me? Well, in all honesty, I wish I were, but I'm not. So they basically proceeded to label their cups with offensive words. And I'm not even going to go into what they said because it's just so wrong. But you can Google this and believe me, it's everywhere. Now, sometimes people think I'm crazy when I tell them what kids do. And I think as a parent, you really should see this and use it as a teaching moment and have a serious conversation with your kids. Just Google Georgia students expelled for racist TikTok. So, I mean, these kids have made it everywhere in Newsweek, the New York Times, the New York Post, the Atlanta Journal, and they're on tons of local TV news stations. I'm sure it won't be long and they will make it to the Today Show or some other national news program. Now, racism is wrong, no matter who it's directed at, period. And if that wasn't enough of a lesson, there's a few others in this that all kids should know about. You see, kids think they're invisible on TikTok because they don't use their real names. And that is completely wrong, just wrong. So what happened was after this video was released, someone posted it on Twitter and asked for help to figure out who these kids were. And it didn't take long and their video was shared and viewed more than 8.7 million, million with an M, million times on Twitter alone. So here are the consequences. They were both expelled from high school and the college that the girl was set to attend, the University of West Georgia, has rescinded her acceptance. And not only that, but they made people so mad across the United States, that people started to contact every college in Georgia. And when I say people, millions, millions of people started reaching out to every single college in the state of Georgia, demanding to know if either of these two were set to attend and, and they wanted these colleges to make sure and assure people that they would not let them in. And so far, every college has stated they have no record of anyone by these two people's names admitted to attend the institution, which in all honesty, guys, this is code for even if they were admitted or accepted, they're not coming now. They can forget it. So I also read on Twitter that 
there are some people that want to make a national campaign to contact every college in the United States. And in all honesty, at this point, I don't even think that's necessary because there's so much news on these two teens and this story that if someone on the college staff, whether it's a professor, a janitor, I mean, somebody, they have seen this story. I mean, a lot of people have seen this story. So I don't think they're, they're going to, they're not going to be able to go to college, not for a long time, if ever at all. And I think the only way they'll be able to is if they change their name. Now the boy, let me tell you about the boy. The boy was an independent wrestler who had dreams of wrestling professionally someday in the WWE. And I know that dream is gone. It's like over. He was dropped from the WWA4, which is one of the best pro wrestling schools in the world. And he managed to get a feature article on WrestlingInc.com, the most influential website for WWE. So he's never going to be able to hit the goal or the dream that he wanted. So after the intense backlash and being expelled, the young lady posted an apology. But that's not stopping the anger or the desire of other people to ensure that she never gets into college, any college. And even though she deleted the video, like they removed the TikTok video, the video is still circulating and being shared. So much so that she has posted on Instagram, for the love of God, you've destroyed my life. I've apologized. Please stop sharing the video, my name, my picture. My family is being terrorized and getting death threats. So, I mean, I just want to say, as a mom, as a parent, as an aunt, you know, I don't agree with her getting death threats any more than I agree with what she and her boyfriend posted. But here's the thing, parents. Just like in physics, which is Newton's third law, for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. And, and I put that in there because my husband's an engineer and he's all scientific and he has washed that into our kid's head. He's pounded that into their head. Everything you do, there's always going to be some kind of action, action beside it. The other thing that we've really emphasized to our kids is in the Bible, Galatians 6, 7, for whatever a man sows, this he will also reap. So these two kids, they planted seeds of hatred and division. And, you know, whether they like it or not, they now get to deal with that harvest. And it's not going to be a good one. And not only is it not a good one now, but they're, they're probably, in reality, they're going to have to change their names in order to move forward and have any type of future whatsoever. So, you see, we all have free speech, even on social media. You can say whatever you want. You can post whatever you want. You can put up whatever kind of pictures you want. However, Free speech doesn't mean that there are no consequences for the speech that you choose to use. A job can still fire you. A college can refuse acceptance. And you can get huge backlash online, regardless of the protections of free speech. I mean, 8.7 million people saw that video. And millions of people 
have picked up the banter and said, just being expelled wasn't good enough. We want to make sure that they know what they did was wrong and we want them to learn this lesson. And this lesson is going to be with them for a long, long time. So this would really be a great conversation to have with your kids especially since we're home a lot more these days. And, you know, most of the schools across the United States have canceled school for the rest of the year. So even though we're all slowly starting to go back to work and we, we're all trying to get back into a new normal for life, your kids are going to be home and they're going to be spending more time than ever online and, and unfortunately on social media. And, and the reason would be is because when they're on social media, if they can't hang out with their friends, social media lets them feel normal and lets them connect with their friends, which is great, especially when they're locked in the house and they're going crazy. But it's not great when everything they post, do, say, put out there is going to be there forever and it, it can come back to haunt them. So one of the most important things you can do with your kids today is seriously have that conversation. Um, Again, Google the two teens in Georgia with a racist TikTok video. You can see the video. Um, You may not want your kids to watch the video depending on how old they are. If you have older kids, I would say sit down and watch it together and, and ask them questions like, you know, would you ever post something like that? How would you feel if a friend posted that? Would you try to stop them from posting something like that? I mean, it, it's a difficult conversation to have, but it's one that we have to have. We have to have as parents. We have to have as aunts. It's just so important. And then the other thing I would say is make sure that you really show your kids the backside of this story that yes they got in trouble they were expelled but the other major lesson here is not only did they get expelled but millions of people across the United States and and probably people in the world banded together and made sure that these kids got the maximum amount of punishment that they could without being arrested of course but I mean, in in all seriousness, this is never going to go away, ever, for these kids. And I think this is one of those things that our kids, especially our younger kids, they really, truly need to learn this lesson. So I would say now is a great time. You know, sit down, watch the movie with your spouse or your significant other first or watch watch the video with your spouse or your significant other first and maybe put a game plan together. How are we going to talk about this? How should we talk about this? Uh, what questions should we ask? Do you think it's okay for them to see this video? And then tackle it. And, and tackle it hard. And it's going to be uncomfortable. I promise you. When you see this video, you're going to cringe. It's it's just, it's bad. I feel, I feel bad for their parents. If their parents didn't raise them like this, I feel bad for their parents. I would be ashamed if one of my children posted something like this. And, you know, it's just 
this is the new normal that our kids live in with social media. And it's the most important thing you can do. Make sure they know they can lose a job. They can lose a college scholarship. If this, if this girl would have been in college, that would have been it. They would have thrown her out. If this kid would have been, you know, further down the path of being a professional wrestler, that would have been it. He would have been out. He would, and he's not even going to get the chance. So I would just make it a point to have the conversation with my kids and just try to make it a learning lesson. So that's all I've got for today. I hope everyone has a great week. And just remember, parenting in today's digital world is challenging and difficult, but it's not impossible. And you can do this. Thanks for listening to Your Kid's Secret Life with Lisa and Chris Good. To submit your questions, sign up for our free cyber alert emails, or for information on today's show, please go to yourkidssecretlife.com forward slash radio. You can also connect with us on Facebook at Your Kid's Secret Life.